Hi, this is Janet Lansbury, and welcome to Unruffled. Today I'm responding to an email from the parent of a four-year-old, and this parent doesn't approve of her daughter's choice of playmates. She feels that one friend in particular is a bad influence, and that the two of them are becoming kindergarten bullies. This mom admits that she really doesn't like her daughter's friend, but she doesn't know what to do about it. Okay, here's the note I received. Help, I don't like my daughter's friend. My daughter Sarah is four and a half. She's an incredible kid, very strong-willed, super caring and affectionate, and has always been very social and friendly, and a great big sister to her 19-month-old sister. Over the last two years, she has decided at kindergarten that she only has one friend there and won't play with any other kids. I've really been struggling to accept this, as she's always been so great at bringing kids together and playing with lots of kids. I think it comes from her friend. When I see them playing together, she's always telling other kids to go away, and Sarah has really taken this on board. Her friend also often tells her that she doesn't like other kids, and my daughter has been saying this too. I guess I feel like I really don't like her friend. Am I allowed to say that about a four-year-old? And the influence that she is having. I've stopped asking Sarah whether she plays with anyone else because she could definitely sense that I was uncomfortable. And I didn't want that to be the case. The problem is that I really have come to dislike this child. I don't think that her parents have helped her through difficult challenges with siblings and carers. And she behaves in ways that I really struggle with and struggle even more seeing my daughter adopt this behavior and her attitudes. I'm sure that Sarah senses my struggle to accept her friend, even though I try not to let it show. But she's a smart kid and must be aware of it on some level. And it must make her feel uncomfortable when she loves her friends so much. So my question is, what do I do? I already don't arrange play dates with this friend outside of kindy, and I know I don't have any influence at the school. I've contemplated asking the teachers to encourage Sarah to play with other kids, but she has clearly chosen her friend, and I guess I don't have a right to influence that. And what do I say when my daughter tells me that she and her friend don't like other kids or that they have hurt other kids? I don't want to judge her, but at what stage do I try to get her to see things from the other kids' perspectives? Or do I not do that? It was so much easier when she was a toddler. I struggle to know what I should do now that she's a bit older. It feels really hard not to talk about how things can hurt other people, but I really don't know how to find the balance between trusting and not judging and helping her learn these things. I know you must get so many messages. I listen to your podcasts and the sessions and read your books and blog posts. Each time, things seem to make more sense. For me, I know that it is my impatience and irritability that are my biggest challenges to fully being able to accept my daughter's emotions, and I see how everything comes down to trust. And I think I'm slowly learning what trusting my children really feels like. It is still something I struggle with. I have so many fears about the world my daughters will grow up in. How do you trust your children to succeed in a scary world that you don't trust? I know I need to teach them how to live in the world, but I lose sleep over this. Okay, this has turned into a huge email. Thank you for reading if you made it this far. (laughs) And thanks again for all of your work. I don't think I can describe how life-changing it has been for me. Thanks again. Okay, I love this mother's attitude. She's trying so hard to trust her daughter to navigate this situation. And I know from my own experience with three children how difficult that can be. 
And I also find it so interesting when children choose playmates like this. This child seems very socially adept and not needy. So it's it's kind of fascinating that she's made this choice. Now, early childhood educators and preschool directors and experienced teachers will tell you that this kind of exclusionary behavior and bonding with just one child is very, very, very common at this age. It's as if they are practicing their first intimate one-on-one relationship with somebody other than their parents. And it's very healthy. And I think knowing what this parent knows about her daughter, especially that she's a great big sister, that maybe she is learning some new skills here about holding her own with someone who is very influential and sort of domineering. There's just a lot to be learned. These social dynamics are so complicated. Many of us struggle with them throughout life understanding how to figure this person out or that person out and how to be in a relationship. So I would say that even though this mother doesn't like some of the influences and it's understandable, that her daughter is really learning some very positive things. And I also believe her daughter, she's kind of playing along with something that she doesn't really believe in terms of other children aren't good or whatever. I don't like any of them. I think she's learning what it takes to bond with this person, and she's going with it. I think she will also find her way out of this when it doesn't feel comfortable to her anymore. And I know that's a lot to trust in a four-year-old, but I think as parents, well, I know as parents, we really have to understand where our power is and what's the best that we can do to raise children who do have these values, who do make healthy choices in relationships, who treat others kindly with empathy and compassion. The key to all of that is feeling trusted by their parents, feeling believed in, feeling like we're there for them, for sure. But at the base of everything is trust in our child, that our child will do the right thing. That's more important to raising a child that does the right thing than any kind of lesson or, you know, explanation or teaching that we could do. But again, that's very hard. That kind of trust is very hard. One thing you might explore with your daughter, but this has to be from a very neutral place. And if your daughter already feels that you are against this friend a little bit, then I would work on, first of all, backtracking that and not just saying that, really believing that maybe you don't (laughs) like this girl that much, but Your daughter is having a positive experience here. She's learning some very positive things. And then from there, I would be the person that your daughter can explore with. And when you do have time with her, very uh, relaxed time together, I would explore a bit, practicing how neutral you're going to be in all these situations with your children, because that's the only way they can explore. If they feel like there's judgment coming at them, they won't talk about it. They won't feel comfortable exploring and they'll clam up. So you could probe things like when you find out or when she says that her friend said this or that or did this with other children, you could say, why do you think she says those things? Why do you think she feels like that? What is it that you don't like about the other children when you're with her? 
really open questions, not trying to lead her to some conclusion, really finding out. And for me, that's what I want to do anyway, find out what my child's point of view on all this is. Again, that will only happen if we come from a place of being on their side, trusting and reserving any judgment about their choice here to be friends with this person. So when we explore that way, we can help our child sort of figure out things and kind of assimilate things that they're, they're learning through experience with this person and sort of make sense of it all. When children are holding on tight to things or holding on to another child and they're pushing everyone else away, it comes from a place of discomfort. It comes from a place of, I'm not that comfortable in my skin. Therefore, I'm threatened somehow, or I want to assert power or dominance in this way. I noticed with my own children that they really did understand this, that I can't remember exactly what age, but they, they understood that people that treat others unkindly are not happy inside. They're not comfortable. They don't feel good about themselves. And I was kind of amazed how young my children seemed to get that. It didn't mean they didn't sometimes choose to hang out with those people or, you know, because there was other things that they liked about them, but they, they knew that the negative behavior wasn't coming from a healthy place in them. So all of this is to say that I agree with this parent about the importance of trust and I'm totally with her and how challenging that is. Let me go through a couple specifics here in case I may be missing something. Um, talking about her friend telling other kids to go away. Again, that's common behavior in children. And sometimes they're on the outs and sometimes they're on the ins. <laughs> but they do tend to do this exclusionary thing. She also says they're hurting other children. I'm not sure what that means. Obviously, if they were physically hurting. That would be something I would stop and say, you can't be in this situation right now. It seems, you know, you're not being safe. If it was just verbally hurting by excluding, I would let that go. But if there was name calling, then I would do the same as I would with hitting or physically hurting. If I was witnessing that, I would say, I can't let you do that. Those words are very hurtful. I can't let you be here if you're going to do that. And I would take my child out right away if it was an optional situation, like, you know, hanging out at the park or, or somewhere like that or at a party. So I would definitely have a line there and I would set limits there, not with anger, but understanding that maybe she is imitating some of these behaviors that another child has. And sometimes their parents are modeling this kind of behavior. That's where they pick it up. So I, I wouldn't blame anyone here. I would just deal with it in the moment. So this parent says, her question is, what do I do? I already don't arrange playdates with this friend outside of kindy. Okay, that's a fine choice to make. And I know I don't have any influence at school. That's true. Contemplated asking the teachers to encourage Sarah to play with other kids. Yeah, I don't think that will help. I think this is something that children really have to come to themselves. You know, again, unless they are being rude in terms of language or, you know, unkind to other children, besides saying, we don't want to play with you, we, we just want to play together. Also, I think they will evolve out of this <laughs> exclusivity a lot sooner if we stay out of that. 
I think trying to break that up or change it kind of actually feeds it and makes it more powerful, something that they're drawn to doing. So even for that reason, I would let that go. And then this mom says, if she tells her that she and her friend don't like other kids, I don't want to judge her, but at what stage do I try to get her see, to see things from the other kids' perspectives? And that's where I would explore. If she's giving you that information, that's a wonderful door opener for you to be open, interested, curious, rather than somebody that's already feels like, oh, this is wrong and that's bad and, and is judging. So if she says that she and her friend don't like other kids, then I would say, hmm, what is it about them that you don't like? I would open up that conversation. That's how you can help her to see what she's doing and understand the perspectives of other children. I mean, it really has to be led by her, the conversation. And then you can, you can ask questions and see if you can keep the conversation going. So it's not that this parent doesn't have a right to influence that. It's just that I really don't think that she she can. And then in terms of having so many fears about the world my daughters will grow up in, and how do you trust your children to succeed in a scary world that you don't trust? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, raising children is is scary. Trusting is scary. But again, it is the trust that we have in our children our belief in them as good people in their hearts, that they will do the right thing. And then we have boundaries for them when they get out of line with things and they, you know, they kind of lost their way for a bit. We stop them, but we stop them with still that open-hearted trust in them. What that does is it fosters the goodness. It fosters the confidence in oneself, the strength in oneself, the belief in oneself that will help them navigate all these situations that they're going to deal with in the world. This mother knows what to do. She's got this. As parents, we have to be so brave for the sake of our children, but that actually brings out the best in us as well. So try to relax and enjoy this journey with your wonderful daughters. I hope that helps. Please check out some of my other podcasts on my website. And remember, both of my books are available on audio at audible.com, Elevating Childcare, and No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame. You can also get them in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Apple.com. Also, my new audio series, Sessions, that this mother mentioned listening to, these are individual recordings of private consultations with parents, and we discuss their urgent parenting issues. These are available by going to my website, JanetLansbury.com, and clicking the button that says Sessions on the top toolbar. Thanks for listening. We can do this.